Welcome back, everybody. I'm excited. Hey, whiners. Um, first ever. Drinking a PBR. Yeah, you're I, it up today. I feel like I'm wined out. I've been drinking a lot of wine lately. Summertime. Yeah, I needed something lighter. And we're recording this like midday, so I didn't want to like have a glass of red wine and then fall asleep. So, Drink responsibly, winers. That's right. That's right. So let's cheers. Cheers. It doesn't clank very good when you drink a can of beer. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting one. You've got some some summer beer too. Yep. Um yeah. So we're back. We're back. Back in the studio. The amazing studio. <laughs> the basement. So no one needs to know that. I mean the studio space that our sponsors buy us. <laughs> the multi-million dollar <laughs> complex. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Actually, the way mortgages work in the United States, every house is like a multi-million dollar engagement by the time you're done with it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Our house is probably more expensive than most venues. Probably. That's if you do the math on that. For everyone out there in whiny land. Whiny land? <laughs> is that where my really, listeners live? Yeah, all of them. In whiny land. It's like Candyland, but with wine. <gasps> Candyland sounds The Red Rosé Fountain. Oh my gosh. I love this idea. We need to make a board game. The Pinot Grigio Pool. <laughs> oh God, that'd be so gross to swim in wine. We'll draw it up. Yeah, we'll draw it up. The gummy bear patch. We'll have little characters, and then each one can hold a different wine glass, <laughs> and they'll all have different, like, red wine, blush wine, champagne, white wine. I don't even remember the game. Is it Shoots and Ladders, or Candyland Can- is its own game? Candyland is, is, yeah, it's its own game. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since you played. Well, you just flip the card, and it's a square that's a color. And then you just move to that color square. Yeah, it's like, that's yeah. what I mean. Our kids are older, so. It's the only game you can tolerate with young kids because it seemingly should be over pretty quick, but I've gotten into some really long games of Candyland It's with like our when you're children. playing board games with your toddler and like they, they get like sent back to the beginning when oh you're right God. at the end and you're like, no. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, we'll just skip that turn. Yeah. Like, actually, no. That's when you just make up the rules and you're like, actually, no, that means you go, you fast forward to the end. And we're done. You won. You win. Yay. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Not that I would ever do that. No. Skip pages in a book. No. (laughs) Multiple pages where I would get called out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you mom, you missed a page. Oh, oh, darn. Look at that. Grab a handful of pages in one turn. Tried. I mean, some of those late night readings, it was like, geez, just go to bed. Yeah, hence the whole go the fuck to sleep yeah. book. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. He got it right. I love it. There's a reason for it. Yeah. So today, we I want to bring up, um, I want to talk about habits, bad habits, how to start good habits, how to break out of bad habits. And I was reading something interesting, and I, it's hard for me to get out of a bad habit and equally as hard for me to get into a good habit. I have no problem being consistent in my bad habits, but for whatever reason, when I'm like, well, that's easy, I'll just trade it for a good one. Yeah. And I never have, I can never seem to find like the same groove with the good habits. Like it took me till about 37 years old to consistently wash my face every single night. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. Like I would start and I would go like two days and I'd be like, I am such an adult. Like I wash my face every single night. I want my gold star. And then I would miss a night and I'd be like, I'm a failure. I I might as well never do it. Or I'd get a zit and I'd be like, never mind, it doesn't work. Because I thought you could do something for two days. And and how long does it take you to get back into it? I stop. Like, it's been well, a couple months, I'm going to give this another yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, it's it depends because it's like, you know, every now and then, it's like a once a week thing. And it's like, I don't get it. I wash my face all the time. I don't know why I'm still breaking out. It's like once a week is not enough. So, yeah, I was a I was terrible about taking my makeup off at the end of the night. So then obviously your pores get clogged. It's, it's bad. But now I do it. And I found that, like, getting into that good habit was literally dealing with the pain in the ass that is forming a new habit 
where you have to push through like the first week you're like, I want to do this because I'm an adult and I feel really mature. And then you get to like day six mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck this shit. I don't want to like, why do I have to do this? Why can't my skin just be fine? And then you push past that of like, oh, I went to bed and I forgot to wash my face. Yeah. And then you get your ass out of bed and you go wash your face to like just keep the consistency up. So now I feel weird if I don't wash my face where before it was like a very rare thing. Interesting. But yeah. What's the meme? Girls who can come home from like a night at the club and take all oh, the yeah. makeup off can so, get can away kill with you. Yeah, they get away with murder. They'll kill you in your sleep. Yeah, psychopaths. I've done that too. Where that's how much of a habit it is. That's how you know is when you go out and you stay out until like two, three a.m. and you come back and you don't just collapse in a heap. You literally go wash your face and do everything. Yeah, it becomes like part of your DNA. Yeah, it's like it's just part of the, part of your life. So, well, I've definitely got my bad habits, and I agree. It sometimes it's harder to start a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing too is that I think a lot of people. I was reading somewhere that a lot of people think you just either one. A good answer is just replace the bad habit with something else. I've never found that really. It never works usually there. works with me. Yeah. Like if you're gonna eat that cheeseburger, just uh, go run a marathon instead. It's like, oh yeah, that's... <laughs> well, why I didn't think, I think of that? I think for the most part, you're supposed to replace it with something equally as time consuming, or equally as rewarding, or equally as you know, the, the amount of work that you would put in is going to be equal. So, well, what's an example of something that you built into your routine that? Took you a while other than... Other than washing my face? Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are no other examples. Uh, it used to be a finger fingernail biter. Which I think is so gross. I know. It's not like I ate them, but like I would chew <sighs> mostly not my fingernails. It would be... Do people uh, do that? Oh, some people do, yeah. Did you know fi- fingernails aren't biodegradable? Like they don't... I No. Nope. They don't, don't digest. Wanna, no, don't even want to think about it yeah. anymore. Hair and fingernails don't digest. I... It's bad. <laughs> I'm a very accepting and forgiving guy, <laughs> and I'm pretty unbothered by most things, but biting yeah. fingernails to me is like one of the grossest little ticks that people have. It was I don't a see habit. a lot of people do it. No, I, I think in kids and stuff, I think kids do it more than adults do, but that's one of the reasons I like to get my nails done, because it keeps me from picking at them, and then... It's mostly the cuticles because the cute. Then you like, oh, I got a piece of skin, and then you're like, oh, I'll just bite that off, and then it becomes a bigger piece, and then uh, it's just a downhill spiral. Pardon me while I vomit. <laughs> sorry. Not that I don't have my bad habits, but <laughs> sorry, I gross just, you out so yeah. much. Oh. But I stopped doing it. I don't know really how. I think probably replacing one habit with the other. I guess maybe just getting my nails done and getting manicures. I don't know. So there wasn't anything to to bite. But that's one way of doing it. But then I also read, like, you have to identify the trigger for why. Ah. Why do you do that? So for me, it was nervousness. Whenever I would get nervous, uh, when certain people would come to visit me, my nails would look like shit two, three days before they got here. Uh, So it's like an anxiety thing. It's like a coping little tick. Yep. Hmm. So I think then when you identify that, then you're not doing it subconsciously. Now you're making a conscious connection between your habit and why you're doing it and the trigger that's setting it off, and then you can sort of work through that, I think. I got you. But you don't have any bad habits <laughs> at all. That's sarcasm if people can't <laughs> detect. I'm just trying to present you in the best light possible. <laughs> I would say my current struggle that like kind of manifested itself in the last couple of years is that I have a habit of going hog wild with like snacks and like salty food and stuff late at night. Yeah. So I'm pretty moderate in what I eat all day and uh, something about like 9, 10 PM kind gotta of get, going for gonna get those 30,000 calories in. Yeah. I just sleep. go nuts. Yeah. So I, which is stupid because it undoes all the discipline yeah. during the day, but 
There's something well, about that like late hour where it's like I, I need like a, a bag of Tostitos. I don't know why. Yeah, like what's the trigger there? Like is it like a comfort thing? Is it because the house is finally quiet? I know you're introverted, so like you could be. You like the comfort and the peace and the darkness. I used to. It, I mean, we still wake up pretty early, but in my previous career, I had to wake up really yeah. early, and uh, that forced me to go to bed pretty early. Right. Now I still get up at not too different a time, but there's no real like activity upon getting up, right. especially now where everyone's working remote. So there's not like a a driving force to get to bed and, and get a lot of rest. Right, right. So that might be part of it. But yeah, I never really did it until recently. Now it's like just kind of become, it's become my routine, right. much like your face washing, but it, it's hard to break that once Yeah, it it's like up. the bad habit. So then like, yeah, identify the trigger and then see how you would even, like what is the the first thing that goes through your head when you're like, ooh, I need I need a snack. And then why? And then is it correlated with, am I tired? Am I just staying up too late? Or... Yeah. Am I watching a show that like it's nostalgia, or am I just could be? We've talked about that before. Comfort myself from my stress. A lot of what I watch is really you're watching it, and I'm kind of yeah with you. Yeah, you normally aren't even like really watching. You're like playing your phone while the TV's on. Yeah, typically. And you're listening to two things at once, which I don't know how the hell you do that, but depending on what it is, I can keep up. Yeah, I, I think. The way you hold a beer bottle says a lot about you. As a side <laughs> note, and segue. <laughs> Some people like they they go low, where they got like their hand like on the very bottom of the bottle. Yeah. For those of you listening, he just picked up the beer bottle and just completely changed the subject. So well, this is apparently someone doesn't like to talk about the triggers of their bad habits, and we we need to. <laughs> <laughs> we need to change it. I feel like the tough guy thing is like you go one finger up at the that's neck. That's the biker. Yeah. This yeah, is like that's the, the biker with the, just the pointer finger wrapped around the nape like, of the bottle of the neck. It's yeah. so cool. Like it, that, that guy's How so is that cool. cool? That just screams like you're going to drop that. I think that's like you are so used to holding a beer bottle. I think. Just, like casual about it. I think they're smokers and they're used to having something in between their two fingers. Hmm. It could be. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I kind of grab it at the... Like, like at the, the neck, but towards the base of the neck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm thinking about it. But if I were to do it absentmindedly, yeah, I think I kind of... I'm a mid, yeah. mid-grab mid guy. You like to grab a hold of it. I think so. I'm also a klutz, so... You're also a non... You're an anti-koozie person. Yeah, not big on the koozie. Why not? It's, what a hassle. One more thing. But it keeps your hand from getting cold, from like a really cold beer. And then it keeps your beer colder so your hand doesn't warm it up. Your majesty. Doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> no, it does. No, like I, I hate holding a can like this. Like it's freezing cold in my hand. So I, the way I hold a can of beer is I always hold it by the top. Well, you embrace the koozie. I love the koozie. I'm actually surprised you don't have one on there right now. Well, that's because this was a split decision. I was going to have water, but then I thought, what will my fans think of me? I have to have alcohol. So. You could set a good example. Mm. I am. You want to know the percentage rate of a PBR? I'm setting a really good example. 4% probably? I think so. I think it's so low they don't even print it on the can. They're like, what do you care? They're like, why? It's water. Don't worry about it. I, it's not printed anywhere here. I really like PBR. Here, let me see the can. I do too. I Yeah, it doesn't say unless it's hidden PBR in there. PBR to me is one of those like best kept secrets that... Uh, PBRs are, they're tricky though with me because PBRs turn into Trulies really fast. And if you tune uh -oh. into our last episode, you know what Trulies do to my gut. So you gotta, I gotta, I gotta have a, you know, it's a very fine line with PBR. I thought you had to have the percentage on there. Maybe I think with beer, you just have to have it on the box. I don't think it has to be printed on the actual label. Yeah, if it's on there, it's hiding. I don't see it. Unless it's down on the bottom. It's got a bunch they of other stuff. They don't print them. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What about, people, what about people who hold a soda cup? Like, like okay, I've got my water cup here. Like, like you hold it like this, like just by the base, 
mm-hmm. wrap your hand around it. Then there's the people who hold it like up top. That's up you, top, kind of, but like like a bird on a wire. You're well, living dangerously. You like, yeah, you're hoping that the lid is on securely right. because otherwise your fingers are gonna. And then there's the weirdos that put their two fingers around the straw and hold it like I mean that's you're relying solely on the lid. To keep that shit and just the from strength just, of your grip yeah, to like keep it all together from just falling out of your hand. Ooh, different personality types based on how you hold your shit. I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe we need to psychoanalyze everybody. I'm annoyed by people who bring in like a monstrously big fountain drink to work <laughs> or school or whatever. Yeah, where they're like, I got it so that I would have it all day. Yeah. I don't know why I'm bothered by that. I used to work. Uh, I used to work somewhere where one of the one of the guys that I would I used to work fixing computers for people, and <laughs> you're picking it up, tough guy, Sal. Uh, and I I would go into this office where this guy worked to work on his computer, who was ironically a computer teacher. Okay. And I was always called out to fix his computers, where I was like. Don't you think of all the people here, you should be able to fix this? But I mean, I had administrative rights. Mm, it was like this monitor's not working, and I don't know why. And then I like went under the table, and I'm like, it's because it's unplugged because somebody unplugged it. And he was like, oh, is that why? I'm like, did you have not? you ever considered the possibility <laughs> that maybe he just liked seeing you? <laughs> I don't. I don't think this guy did. No, I don't really think he was even aware. Of what I looked like, honestly, it was kind of a weirdo. But anyway, he used to fill up, he used to go to Sonic before work and he would come in with the humongous, what do they call those? Route 66, like the big. Wait, cup. is it because it's 66 ounces? I think so. Oh wow. It's big. So he would he would come in with a soda, it'd be filled with ice. You know, Sonic ice is in a styrofoam cup, it never melts, right? Yeah. So then he would run out of that soda, and he had a flat underneath his desk. He poured over the ice. Diet Coke or Diet Dr. Pepper that he would pour over the ice, like, consistently throughout the day. Let me make a wild guess here. Was he perhaps grossly (laughs) overweight? I'm not going to body shame anyone, but let me just say this. Looking at his face, you could just tell he was a completely unhealthy individual. His blood type was Crisco? It was (laughs) really bad. I don't know. He might have eaten at the Golden Corral earlier. Oh, the GC. <laughs> I don't know. That we're, sounds terrible. We're never going to get our GC sponsorship. No, we just we're beat not. up on them so much. GC, what are they going to sponsor? How are they going to sponsor us? They don't make any money. We could have our own chocolate fountain in the studio. Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody's hands have been in there. You that. think Truly's give you the shits? Oh, God. It's so gross. No, you can't get to it. You got to put. The stuff on a stick. And like stick you can, the and then it never fails. The, like we were talking about, the five-year-old sticks the stick in there, and like the shit falls off the stick because he oh, can't. When they, when they drain the chocolate fountain at the end oh. of the day or whatever. which End of the day? Who do you think these people are? They're not draining that every day. It's not sterilized? Oh, hell no. They're turning it off and then turning it back on again. <laughs> that is not getting drained and cleaned so every like, day. So when they finally do, is it like there's just forks down there and like toothpicks? I don't and... know. There's small children, tennis <laughs> shoes. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> like fingernails probably. Oh. Who knows? Oh, just I do not. My mouth. I don't do the chocolate fountain. You know, I don't muck around with the chocolate fountain. <laughs> well, it's, if you ever get it on your plate, for those of you who have had the pleasure of the GC, it dries like concrete in like a matter of seconds. That's because it's kind of like the Dairy Queen hardening chocolate. Kinda. So it's meant for... Yeah, you put like a Rice Krispie treat in there. And then it hardens, it. yeah, like a strawberry and it hardens around it. But if it's hardening that quick with like the outside elements yeah. of a restaurant, what the hell is it doing to your insides? Like, is it just coating your wall? <laughs> These people have like a chocolate shell I said people who are regulars are... In their stomach? Like it, when the nuclear holocaust happens, it'll be like cockroaches, credit card balances and them <laughs> gcers yeah gcers <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you go to the gc more than more than once a month call me and let me know how that chocolate fountain we want to interview you no we want to interview you like i want to know what your line of thinking is why yeah i want to know 
I know a lot of people whose kids love it. And I'm like, nope. I, that's not even a sacrifice I'm you? willing There's to like make. a little bit of everything. I used to, I mean, I used to love a good buffet when I was like 12 years old, but... I did. Hey, now in California, knowing, there's that place, Soup Plantation. That's awesome. That's like all you that's can That's so eat. different, though. It's such a nicer... Yeah, it's a different caliber. They are really, really, really good Which about keeping up on that. I don't know if buffets and everything are going to survive after this whole pandemic. That was my question a couple weeks ago. Like, I really wonder what's going to happen. Buffets and salad bars, like, what's happening? Obviously, you think there's no salad bars ever in the world anymore, but I really do. I'm really wondering. I think Ruby Tuesdays, is the if they're still around. Right. They're the last one that has, like, the big salad bar. Yeah, I just wonder if that'll be a thing. How do we break that habit? How do we break a habit of wanting to go to the buffet? Who goes to the salad bar, like, to eat healthy and, like, Gets the sh- you know there's always like a thing of pudding at a salad bar. Like oh chocolate yeah, the pudding. chocolate pudding from like the cafeteria. Yeah, that's what it looks like from high school, middle school. Yeah, and then there's like tapioca, which is like who the fuck eats tapioca? I do. You like tapioca pudding? Yeah, I'd take tapioca over uh, chocolate pudding. What? Day. Yeah. I yeah, feel like I don't little, even know you. It gets a little. Uh, you crunch, oh, email. Crunch the little. Uh, Whiny girl, it's Indiana Jones. You crunch the little. Uh, Tapioca's in your mouth. It's like boba tea. Like, that's why they like boba tea. That's all, that's all those are, like tapioca pearls in the bottom of a boba tea. But I can't do it with liquid. Like, you can't, I can't be like, <laughs> I can't be like drinking a smoothie and then like a thing flies up the straw and then I'm like, <laughs> it's like a gummy orb in my mouth. But a pudding is Loogies. okay. It does have a consistency that is not fantastic. The yeah. seventh layer of hell to me would be like tapioca... You don't like tapioca at all? No, the Our taste, kids like the it. smell. Do they really? Yeah. It's just vanilla yogurt with tapioca things in it. All right, what is a tapioca? It's like a tapioca pearl. It's like a thing of gelatin, I think. Wow. I, I have don't, no idea. I don't know the technical term for it. Well, that's not a habit that I'm looking to create. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not looking to create a habit of eating tapioca pudding? No, eating, uh, eating salads should be a habit that I embrace more. But not if you put the pudding on the tray as well. Can't do that. No. Yeah. You got to make sure you're uh, you're sticking to like, there's always like the good end of the, the. I love that our kids are screaming upstairs. There's always the good end of the salad bar. And then you get like two, three steps in and it's like, you know, we've got grilled chicken and we've got some fish or whatever you can put on it. And then pretty soon it's like, and then we got these cut up fried chicken pieces you can put on your salad. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. Do you want dressing? Because here's a tub. Here's a tub of dressing, and we're not even going to, like, it's by the pound, so just put it as much on as you want, and people just coating that shit with, like, ranch and Yeah, they usually weigh salad. Yeah. It's, like, by weight. Yeah, so the healthier you are, the cheaper you eat, clearly, yeah. <laughs> because it's it can get pretty gross, though. There's some stuff that you can put on there that's, like, not healthy at all. I do have to build some better eating habits. I used to be pretty disciplined with it at restaurants. Now I'm like going for the, uh, the you fat have pill. Done, ever since, pretty much ever since quarantine, like your first DoorDash experience during quarantine, you were like, this is amazing. Like, we're, I'm all about this. You've been doing some DoorDashing. Once we started, we went like a solid two months with nothing. The Z Man yeah. was the first. Yeah, but I, even then, picked you picked up. it up. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, I got Burger King DoorDash the other day. Yep. You know, Burger King, DoorDash, Father's Day, you got McDonald's, DoorDash, and the... Uh, Odin's Barbecue. Odin's Barbecue, yeah, that's what it was. I felt horrific the next day. That day, I, yeah. It was like, it was like somebody put a concrete block in my stomach and made me carry it around all day. <laughs> it was bad. McDonald's breakfast is a weird animal. It, it tastes great, but then you're like, I'm full for the next 15 hours. Well, and there really is, there's only four things for breakfast, right? There's biscuit... Sausage or bacon, egg, and cheese. But it's it, it's whether it's or not so it's bread, bread, egg, cheese, and meat. And you got to put it together if you get the big ass breakfast platter, or they'll put it together for you if you get a biscuit or a, a croissant. Yeah, the big breakfast is basically like you do it. Yeah, here like it's just all dumped onto a tray. And oh, but you forget about the egg McMuffin. Well, that's bread too. But it, yeah, it's bread, not a egg. 
Well, it's a different kind of egg, and then there's hollandaise sauce. Oh, because it's like a Eggs boiled batter, egg or like a soft boiled egg or something like that. But in a weird circular pattern. Like they didn't just boil the egg. Yeah, they have like a little form that it goes into. Yeah, yeah. I've never liked McMuffins. Me neither. I don't like the sauce. Oh, well, that's, you can get, you can get just an egg McMuffin that doesn't have, that's an Eggs Benedict thing. Oh, maybe I'm Because you can get an egg McMuffin that's just an egg McMuffin. Haven't tried Wendy's breakfast yet. Wendy's does breakfast? Yeah, we talked about this. Do we, are we always hungry when we do these podcasts? Because I feel like all we end up talking about is food. Well, you know, people eat three times a day, so Not I feel you. like it's a subject that... Uh, you eat once a day for three hours at a time. <laughs> Between I, the I do hours all my eating of at a sitting. and 1 a.m. Pretty much. <laughs> so uh, McDonald's or Wendy's has breakfast again. Or again, or did they not? Is this like the first introduction? First of time ever. Ever? Yeah, it's been like in the last year or something, but they've been hyping it. I think it kind of launched right before uh, oh, the pandemic happened. I'm scared, though. Why? I'm going to guess that they're using the old burgers to do, like, gravy. And they're going to ground them up because they use their old burgers for chili. Uh-oh. So you think they're just using the old burgers from yesterday? I don't and, know. And, like, grounding them up and putting them into, like, a sauce for gravy? Wendy's has got a killer social media um, yes, writer. Yes, Wendy's does. Yes, they do. I just got a text from our son that says, there's only one candy bar left. Can I have it? One of the biggest mistakes I ever made was buying, I, I bought like four full-size candy bars from the grocery store because they had some sale thing. You don't I was like, that. I haven't had a Butterfinger in a while. And then they proceeded to ask you oh, why you me. weren't well, eating I'm, them. I don't really like sweets, so why I'm like, someday I'll want to eat it. And I left it out. Huge mistake. Yeah. Because when they see it, they're like, I have to. I have to eat that right now. Yeah, scarcity mentality. I want it up front. When my oldest son goes for a job interview, he's going to be like, all right, so what's the pay? And they're going to be like, you know, it's 30 grand a year or whatever. He's going to be like, can I get that today? Up, up front. <laughs> like, I promise I'll do the work. It'll be fine. Just give me that up front. I'll take like two days vacation to get set up, and no, then I'll be back to work. No, yeah. <laughs> what is it, two weeks vacation? Let me get that. The first two weeks. Yeah. So yes. I can enjoy the money. Duh. And then I'll come work. Yeah. I don't it, see how this is. Why don't you trust me? Like, I, I don't see how I this is bad I can't seem deal. to get him to understand that that's not really a viable <laughs> way to approach <laughs> things. But uh, Never been maybe like I'm the that. crazy one. Maybe he's going to develop a whole new, like, honor system when it comes to the working environment. Scout's honor. I'll, I'll be back. I promise. Even though you already paid me, I'll you be back. You do me a solid, I'll do you a solid. Yeah. I think yeah, it's, the world doesn't really work that way, bud. I think you could do it, though. I think if you uh, hired the right people. So what's your favorite habit that you got the kids into? All we've done the kids? all kinds of permutations of chores and chore charts and reward God. systems. What's really worked? I'm trying to think if anything has worked. Our youngest is pretty much the only person who you teach him one time, show him exactly what to do, he knows how to do it for the rest of his life. Like, he, he won't forget that. He will do it every single time. Like, a good, uh, a good example of that is when they were still going to school, the rule was uh, you don't take your phone to school unless you ride the bus. I allow you to take your phone to school if you ride the bus so that you can have it on, on your ride and I can contact you. But he walks and he's in elementary still. So there's no reason for him to have his phone at school. Plus they'd confiscate it anyway. So I made a rule as soon as he got a phone. I said, okay, the rule is before you leave for school, you put the phone on the counter, plug it in right here. And like, I absentmindedly like tapped the counter, like you put it right, you just put it right here, you plug it in, leave it there. It'll be right there when you get back from school. I shit you not, every single day he would leave that phone plugged in in the same exact spot on the counter, no matter, like without fail. But he's the only one that did that. Because I would try those rules with the other two and they. Oh, I accidentally brought it with I me. I forgot that you said that. And I took it, and the teacher has it, and we have to go pick it up after five today. Oh, the joys of parenting. <laughs> there was the one time that Ethan left it on the school bus, and uh, our oldest left it on the school bus, and he... Uh, How's that work? Do they have the same bus every day? It is the same bus driver, yeah. But Unless I mean, their the bus breaks vehicle? down. 
Normally it is, unless the bus breaks down and then they got to get another one. Okay. But the lady drove all the way back to the bus garage, and it was like 4.30 by the time we realized that he didn't have his phone. He's like, I think maybe I left it on the bus. Let me tell you, people, it is not a varied group of individuals Ooh. at a bus garage at 4.30 in the afternoon. Shots fired. On a, uh, I walked in there, and they were like, either were like the record player skipped. <laughs> they were like, what the heck are you in here for? And I was like, I'm just here to pick up my son's phone. And they were like, oh, okay. And I mean, everybody just looked miserable. It was like, it was like a case study on depression. In that in that bus garage. Yeah, there's fulfilling work, and then there's like a job. Yeah. Even people who love kids, like you don't want to be a bus driver, because you're dealing with like half awake kids in the morning who are complaining because they got to go to school, and then excited kids at the end of the day who are loud and obnoxious. And I mean, either way, it's not it's not a great set. And then you really have no response. Like you have all the responsibility, but no authority as a bus driver. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. But hence the uh, like Simpsons character Otto. Yeah, it's like the yeah. rock and roll guy. Yeah, where either you got to be like the free loving guy who's like I don't care, like everybody's awesome. Uh, other than that, there's no like good bus drivers because it's usually it's usually like an older woman or a grandma who just despises children. Hmm. But she's good at driving, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. You know, people are buying old buses for like 1500 bucks and then like converting them into I know. mobile homes. I know. I went down that YouTube rabbit hole one day. It's There's so some fun. awesome stuff. Yeah. I love it. It's so cool. It's so fun to see how they do that. I would never take the time to do it, but. No? No. Would you like hire it out? Because well, you seem would, interested in it, in having one, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't it's DIY too big. it. I would do like more of the van oh, type yeah. thing if I wanted one, but like the Mercedes, yeah, like, like transit vans yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, or they're like tall. Which I'm like, if you're gonna buy a Mercedes, just buy a camper. Yeah, like, but I think the, just buy it. It's more like driving a car. I think is the. Yeah, trick. I can see that because it's not on a truck chassis. Truck chassis. I think it's on a still I don't know on a about car that. chassis. Well, maybe but it's, it's like a it's like lower to truck. the ground and yeah. 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 That makes sense. Where the bus is like it's like driving a bus. I couldn't I couldn't. I had a hard time driving a minivan. It was like too long. Sure you get used but to it. But it drove like, like a car, the one we had. So that was nice, but Yeah. Shout out Honda. Honda. My swagger wagon. I yeah, love we my had three wagon. in a row. Yeah. Three Honda minivans. Yeah. No, I'd buy a camper, though. I would totally buy a camper. Buy a camper, go, like, find cool little campsites, buy lakes and Yeah, camping in a vehicle is totally different than... Oh, hell yeah. Totally different. We were just hanging out with friends the other day, and they were telling us of their camping experience last weekend. I said, I've never heard a camping experience that didn't end with some, like, insane story out of it. Yeah, a storm. They had a thunderstorm roll through, like... A very, very big thunderstorm. Two people's tents collapsed while they were inside of them. It's a wonder humans survived. Yeah. <laughs> as a species. Like it living outside is pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Like even for a night. And like we had ancestors that like that was just what you did. Even in mild temperatures, like we camped in California. Mm-hmm. And that was like the most moderate temperature place that you could ever camp in. The and most. It, it still was annoying because it was like, ugh, I'm sleeping on the ground. You can hear everything around you. I slept like, on the ground like half of my adult life. And I'm I'm kind of like you with camping. I'm like, too much like, like you work. are with motorcycles. <laughs> I am with tents. I'm like, you know what would make this tent great? If you could like insulate the walls somehow. Climate control. And like maybe put a door that's like an actual door that could lock. And then, I don't know, put some wheels on it. We could pull it behind our car. It's like, oh, that's a house. That's a, that's a house on wheels. So. Mobile home. Yeah. Uh, Later in my military career, I I became such a wuss. I, by the time I was in my mid thirties, I would bring like five inches of padding with me. Like half Uh. my pack was like. Mats and like extra blankets. I remember those big old rolls mats. Yeah, like a yoga mat, but like really thick. Well, and they give you one 
but I would like build up from there. So right. when I was young, I was just whatever, it's on the ground, like right. head on a rock. No, I got I got to be very princessy with that at my old age. I had princessy. a whole a whole system. I basically made a mattress out in the middle of You're better than me. I can't even sleep on the floor. I get like I get uncomfortable and angry if like my arm can't go a certain way under my pillow and then it like pushes on my face like through the pillow. <laughs> and then I'm like, ugh. It's, it hurts. It's uncomfortable. The princess and the pee. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I have like sensitivities to sleeping. But whatever. Sleep hygiene, as they call it, like your sleep patterns. Sleep habits. I need to work on that too. Yeah. I have some sleep issues. Yeah. I've You've kinda, always had sleep issues. Yeah. I've had insomnia my whole life. Um, and not like in a bad way. I'm not like in the boat where it's a, a really problematic thing. I just have a hard time falling asleep and I tend to stay up really late. Yeah. Um, left to my own devices. Like I said, I had a profession for a long time where it just wasn't really an option. So yeah. It kind of took care of itself, but. Well, yeah, you wake up a couple that, days at 4 a.m. and you won't be able to stay up until 2 a.m. because you're just exhausted. By yeah, the exactly. The night, well, so. and if you run around all day. Yeah. I was so skinny my whole adult life. You were. Because I was just. You were. Constantly running around. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Not so much now. Past tense. You were. Yeah, I'm aware. I still love you. Your whole dad bod. You got it locked and loaded. I love Thanks. it. Yeah, no, one, no one's really complained about it. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. No, you got to... Try a sip of this. You got to work on your uh, sleep habits. I thought you were going to say dad bod. Mm-mm. I'm trying. That is disgusting. Really? Yep. I didn't think it was going to be great. No. That... Pleasantly surprised. Like, um, what kind of bottle opener is this? He's like little kid pee. Whatever that would taste like. Oh wow! Yeah. Have you tasted a lot of little kid? I pee? have not, but I assume that's what it would taste like. You know, when you taste something, you can smell it too. So it like kind of has that like odor. They say most of, of that. taste is smell. They, they they say a lot of things. All these, all those people. Oh boy. So bad habits. I don't. I don't get those notes. Breaking the bad habits, getting into good habits. Uh, usually, people turn to you know the January first is like the time to restart everything. I kind of since having kids, I kind of look as like August, like the start of school, as like the the time I'm going to start that. stuff. Yeah, you kind of yeah, like spring cleaning, yeah. end of summer, holidays, and then yeah. Kids get back in their routine. I get in some sort of routine, try to figure it out from there. And then by the time Thanksgiving break rolls around, it usually is all gone to shit. So, yep. But I do try to. Well, Kanmari was a big thing over the last couple of years. You caught on to that very early. Yeah. Like a couple of years before it really became I did. a I thing. Probably need to do culture. it again, but with some of the stuff. But yeah, I got rid of a ton of stuff. I mean, doing if Kanmari. everyone doesn't know what Kanmari is, it's. Like a movement created by Marie Kondo. Is yeah, that Maria name? Kondo. And she's a Japanese cute little Japanese lady who is all about finding the joy. Yeah, and the idea up. is that you keep all these things around that are basically like just in case comfort items. And the way I understood it, and, and I think there's a lot to it, but it was like keep the things that have a real utility in your life and then kind of pare down to that. And, and then, if it sparks you know, joy. So even if it's a plant... And you're like, or a fake plant or a picture on the wall. Like, it doesn't have to be of use, but if it sparks joy and, like, makes you feel something, mm. then you keep it. Yeah, it's like feng shui, basically, but a little less, um, yeah, like, uh, a little less metaphysical, a little more, like, just, hey, the emotion of it. Declutter right. your life, basically. But we went through a whole big round where... Yeah, I get rid we, of a ton of stuff. Which we've somehow replaced with yeah, but, another ton of stuff. Well, but I will say what's funny is... Uh, two things one thing that's when I learned like I don't look good in brown and I don't like brown colors in my wardrobe for whatever reason I buy that stuff and then I would never wear it because I was like I don't like it so anything brown based or like anything with those tones I always never wore so I got rid of all that and now my like staple color is like black and white and grays and then pops of color and stuff obviously um but the other thing to that was I thought it was hilarious or ironic rather when the pandemic started and the lockdown happened, the first thing I thought of is 
fuck, we got rid of so much stuff during my like little KonMari phase a couple of years ago that really would have come in handy <laughs> during a lockdown mm-hmm. with three kids at home. Like I threw out arts and crafts stuff that we were never going to use use again, like puzzles and mm-hmm. games and all sorts of stuff that like could have come in handy and like maybe gotten us a little bit of sanity, but you know, you make do. But I did think it was ironic. I was like, how many people just finished KonMariing their entire house? And then everyone's like, better stock up. You're going to be stuck in your house. And everyone's like, oh, no. Like all the minimalists. I don't know how minimalists with kids are doing it because that would be, that'd be hell. I guess it depends what what brand of minimalism you use. Yeah. But yeah, the one thing that shocked me was uh, the arts and crafts stuff. Yeah. We just acquired so much over the years of our kids being in elementary school. So one year we gathered their whole school supply list for three kids just off stuff we had just off of what they had brought back from the last year that they hadn't used Mm -hmm. and then stuff that we just had from other years of it coming in and out yeah yeah didn't i think we bought a binder and maybe like a ruler or something because we didn't have three and so we stocked their whole backpacks with everything we had from home yeah that felt good because there's, there's times we do school shopping and it's like $250 of like paper and crayons and pencil. And it's always some whack-ass shit. Like I, I love teachers. I will buy you whatever you want. But somebody's got to get together on this like idea of like. Yeah, they're like 37 crayon box. Like and it has to be the 37 crayon box. And no like, rose art. It's got to be Crayola. And it's like, oh, fuck. Well, if you tell everyone in a county to buy those. No store is going to have them. We well, ran into that in California where everybody wanted one and two inch binders every grade. Well, it, and so you go to the office max and it'd have like three inch binders, half inch binders. And it's like, well, where are all the one and two? And they're like, we're sold out. And it's like, oh my God. So love that where it's like, it's a 48 gram box. It's like, will that work? Yeah. It's like, no, it has to be. It's like, that's why? where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Most teachers have been like, yeah, whatever. But there are some that we've had and I don't even think they're in this district, but the last district we were at. Very particular. They were very particular on the type of expo marker they wanted, how many, what color they could be. I was like, it is a dry erase marker. <laughs> Get over yourself. I'm sending him with whatever we got at home, and that's going to work. So, Jeez. yeah. Or they'll do something like, you know, a three-pack of black markers, Sharpies. It's like, well, they only come in two packs. It's like, just buy two and then take one out and send, like, put a rubber band. I'm like, this is such a pain in the ass. Like, I'll just give you four. I'll just buy you. Out. Yeah, like, I'll just buy you four. That is the nice thing go. about them getting older. It's like. They need to have deodorant. Yeah, it is less and less. But yeah, deodorant is definitely on the school supply list. I thought that was funny that middle school, that's what they said. It's a habit I've never needed to work on. I can't think of a time where I just... You've always been a very hygienic, cleanly person. Cleanliness is godliness. Yeah. No, I'm a little bit of a freak about like personal cleanliness. You are. Washing hands, that's a big one. People in the bathroom with me are probably like, what is wrong with this guy? Because I go into surgery. You wash your hands like you're going into surgery, which is ironic because you do wear your shoes everywhere in the house and you put them up on the couch and on the bed and on the table. And I'm like, there are more germs on those shoes than you would ever have on your hands. My shoes are clean. I don't know what you think you walk through. But I dip my feet in a vat of Lysol. In the chocolate fountain that you see. <laughs> <laughs> so how could it not be clean? It's like counterintuitive. <laughs> like kills everything. It's antibacterial chocolate <laughs> like, fondue. The cleanest shoes we've ever seen. Yeah, I walked through the chocolate fountain at GC at night. Oh, God. It's so gross. Is there a subscription to the GC where you could just, on like unlimited visits? Like a monthly pass? Where you just walk in and is, you show your card and they like I gotta look this they up. Scan is this a thing? It and they're like you're part of our family pr- premium membership. Corralers. And then they give you what what would they give you as Corral like Club. Corral Club. <laughs> Hold on. GC or Golden Corral. <laughs> membership card. Endless buffet. That's what they have on their website. Endless buffet. It is endless. Keeps going. Just never ends. What if there is a membership card that, like, you pay a flat fee? What could that cost? A flat fee for, like, a monthly eat here, we're, all you we're can gonna eat. We're going to find out. 
They've got a whole statement about uh, COVID on their website. <laughs> the front page says, we have deployed, or I'm sorry, we have developed new service models to comply with variations in state and local guidelines. In addition to our no-touch buffet service, oh. we are prepared to temporarily provide our guests an enjoyable Golden Corral experience delivered in new ways, including our We Serve You Buffet <laughs> service or our endless entrees where our servers bring out buffet favorites directly to your table with enhanced tableside service. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They just said touchless buffet, but then they're saying if you would not rather have the touchless, you can actually have someone touch your food? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, that's weird. They have an Our Story section on our website. What? I'm not going to read this. What is thing, the background of GC? We don't have time to get into it tonight, but that would be an interesting. Fayetteville, North Carolina in 73. That doesn't surprise me that it's from the South. Yeah. That's, I loved living in they the South They do a military appreciation reason. night. They also do Camp Corral, a week of camping fun for children. Oh, a wounded soldier. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is it a camp or do they just come to the GC every no, day I for think, a week? I'm assuming that's just what they call it. Oh, Okay. Uh, I'm not seeing any kind of like a loyalty club. They've got gift cards. Because that really was going to be like <laughs> my Christmas gift to you. <laughs> Promotions. They have a nutrition section. Oh, God. Keep, burn it. Nobody needs to know that. Let's look up the nutrition facts. Oh, my God. I'm sure everyone's just fascinated by Just this. tell I me am. the chocolate fountain. How many calories in the they, chocolate they've fountain? They've got a whole list of like keto? Check. Mediterranean? Check. Shut up. Well, Dash. because everything is dashes. like build it yourself. Jenny Craig, Atkins, Weight Watchers, yeah, of course. It's like you can make anything. So that's why it's like we have water. Like you can be keto. That's why people love it. Yeah. All right, let's. We let's have water. That's the only keto thing we, <laughs> we <have>. got. It. <laughs> we got ice and water. <laughs> let's look up desserts. I don't know what uh, what else they have there. Do they have an ice cream machine at GC? I've never been to GC. I've go. never, ever been inside a GC. So they don't have the chocolate fountain listed specifically. In Maybe their, they uh, did away with it. Maybe it's not a thing anymore. That's like their... When's the last time you went to a GC? It's been a while. Yeah? I think I the know next our time, daughter went with a friend. She next like, time my brother's delicious. in town, he and I will go and we'll, we'll oh, see how many runs God. we can make. You're, you guys are going to come back and just rip ass the entire the point. It's so gross. So, so gross. I, I love that they've got a whole breakdown of nutrition info. They do have a party room that you can request. Yes. How do you get to the buffet if you're in the party room? Do they have their own separate buffet? They have like a private buffet? That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Uh oh Good as Gold Club. Here we go. <gasps> Here we go. Membership has never tasted so sweet. Oh, my God. I can't wait. You Tell can get me. benefits for club members only. Oh. So you get a free beverage. Every time you go. Special birthday offers. Ooh. Exclusive coupons, club news, and more. Um, this doesn't sound like a like a prepaid. It's like a mailing list you get on, and oh. then, but you got to sign up for it. I, so then you just scan your card, and they give you a birthday. They give you like the 10% off birthday coupon. That's a lot of restaurants have that, though. I, I want someone to come up with the idea of like an unlimited visit. I think that would be, that would get dicey real quick because there would be some people who'd be like, why would we go anywhere else when we have an unlimited membership? Of course. To this place and they would eat way too much. I still feel like the restaurant would make out at the end of the day. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to do some some profit and loss on that, some eval on that. There's that one guy who just ruins it for the rest of us. <laughs> the one guy who's putting rolls down his pants and in his pockets so he can go home. <laughs> he doesn't want to miss out. He's got <laughs> like a saddlebags. <laughs> like he's a prospector, like just loading up. So after the cheesy closes, I can continue my odyssey at home. No, he takes them over to his family's house, and then he gives them to them. He's like, look what I got for you. Oh, yeah, Golden you could Corral. buy one membership and then bring food home for you the family. You just take to go in your pants and your <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Coming with, like, 
thigh high boots just loading up with breadsticks. <laughs> They're just sticking out of the top. Sir, oh, are, you, are you pilfering buffet food? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Where would you put the ch- to go chocolate fountain stuff? <laughs> would you bring a soda cup and like fill it up well, with chocolate? Well, that wouldn't do any good because it'd just be a big like brick of chocolate. That's true. You'd have to heat it back up. Oh, you'd have to bring like your own cooler. <laughs> Wait a minute. You could get a trench coat specially made with like pockets. <laughs> with the hot with pocket cowboy. things. Cowboy, yeah. You could put the hot pocket things in your like the warm pocket things that people use in the wintertime. Put yes. them in the pockets and put so the rolls like in there. still warm. Yeah. You know how they sell those, uh, like, freezer bags and stuff at the grocery store where it, like, keeps oh hot stuff God. hot, yes. cold stuff cold? Yes, You could make the interior of the coat out of that. You could. You could. So it's, like, 90 degrees in July. You're, like, walking in, like, <laughs> wearing the trench coat. Who needs a fucking membership when we've got this plan? I think this is worth way more than a membership. Why don't we just sell the coats? <laughs> Why not instead of the membership? We just sell the coats. We'll just sell it as a GC membership, and they're like, wait, so this... This is just, you just load up as much as you can. Yeah, it's like you just pay for one and then you got food for the week. It's like the shopping spree thing where they give them the cart and they send them around. What was it called in the 80s? Supermarket 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 sweep. Sweep? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they would go around and it, but it'd be like Golden Corral. <laughs> Golden Corral Roundup. <laughs> and then you just go around and gather all the stuff from the buffet. Before they catch you. It's like 15 <laughs> minutes on the clock. <laughs> we should do Get this. Get as much stuff as you can. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. Nobody wants your pant rolls. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay if they're your pant rolls. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know if they were in my pants, but I'm not going (laughs) to eat someone else's pant rolls. Oh, my God, gross. What would you go for? The meats? Yeah, you got to load up on the meats. That's the most expensive stuff. But it's shitty. Oh, you get some ribs. Do they have ribs there? I don't even know what they have. I think they have everything. Pretty much everything, right? You get some turkey legs, some ribs. Buttered buns. Got like a hat with drumsticks in it. <laughs> Can wear like a, a top hat that's hollowed out. That's like a, a false floor. <laughs> Dropping drumsticks on top of a stovepipe hat. Oh, you just go and dress as Abe Lincoln. That's it. Just so you're a reenactor. You're stilts, but everything is like a <laughs> container around the stilts so yeah. you can throw stuff down your pants. Oh, why haven't we thought about this? Our grocery bill could be cut in it like could. a third. It could. I think we just learned how we're going to stock up for the next lockdown. Hello, my name is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> how could you accuse me of stealing? I'm so honest. Don't mind me. Just going to grab over here some buttered buns. Just tossing ribs up in the air and catch them in, them in the hat. <laughs> So there's no top to the hat. It's just a bottom <laughs> right. at the head. And then, yeah, it's like a bucket. You got to, like, catch them in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great idea. And it's insulated. <laughs> so it keeps everything warm. It's also wrapped in the shopping bag <laughs> fabric. It's like a foil inside. Yeah. <laughs> you like have to clean lamp. it at the end of the day. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go back tomorrow. Got to go wash my hat. You could go, like, once a week. And just get everything you need for the week. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah, what are we just, talking about habits? It just might work. <laughs> the habit of ripping the GC off. Your family's just like, this food is terrible. Why do you keep bringing it home? Because <laughs> it's free. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make it good. It's not free. Uh, you got to pay for the Yeah, visit. but if you just pay for that one visit, you're getting so much more than you normally would. There's probably some rule of like you can't. They're like, sir, you're not welcome in the the GC. Come back in disguises. <laughs> but what if you just kept on like rounding the county to all the different GCs and oh. you would just go to a different well, one I think every word, month? Word would get around. Yeah, I don't know. Do the GCs corporate manager like do they do they talk Maybe to us? Is there like a regional <laughs> meeting? That's what the private. I'd room like to is think for. there is. That's what the private room is for. They go back and they have their their regional meetings. No, you know they do it at like offsite. Like when the bosses get together, like we're going to go somewhere else. It'd be like a holiday in lobby or something. Why don't they just do it at GC? Because you got to get out of the restaurant. Got to get out of my work. They would do both, but there'd be like one, like once a quarter we go to like (laughs) Starbucks or something. And they're like, well, this place is way nicer than our place. What if they're going to like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse? 
It's like, well, we don't, we're not going to stay at the Golden Corral. Like, let's head over and grab some real food. Well, the employees are all pissed about it. Like, yeah, when the managers get together. Yeah. Like, like we do our meeting in, like, the kitchen. Exactly. We got to eat the nasty beef from yesterday. Is there a kitchen? Or do they just, like, is that food all, like, shipped in? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Does anyone know the details on, on a GC setup? I need to know. They probably have a kitchen. Yeah, because they got to, like... Heat stuff up at least. Who complains at a GC? Like, have you ever, is there anybody ever who's like, this turkey isn't very hot that I got from the buffet? Could you heat it up again? Like, are there people who do that? Oh, I'm sure. Or do you just go back up and get your own? Like, would you get, are there, there's servers, right? There's people there and get drinks and stuff. Yeah, they bring you drinks and. Jeez. That'd be funny. Like silverware. Like, that's all they're there for. And then they clear the plates away. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, they, they're there to, like, bust the tables. Well, because you make, like, 20 visits, so... You can't use the same plate. Can't use the same plate twice. Because that's unhygienic. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have standards. What do you think this is? <laughs> Fucking Waffle House? You use the same Get plate twice? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, we'll have to look into the membership idea, and maybe we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll get some. We need to uh, go. Could we get in trouble for ideas. recording inside the GC? Oh, we could make like a video of like do an on-site. Yeah, on-site little remote, vlog. Little whiny girl remote. There you go. There you go. Hi, we're here at the GC. See how long it takes us to get thrown out. I don't. Uh, I don't know that. The I'd GC have to think your average standards. person working at the GC probably doesn't, couldn't care less. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Or you just lie. Be like, yeah, we're making a video about how much we love this place. Yeah. Which it's not a lie. We do love it. We love the idea of it. Love the idea of making fun of it. So. Yeah, exactly. No big deal. But. It's all interpretation. All right, let's uh, let's move on from our our ruse that no one will ever be able to catch us on. Uh, I just love the idea of someone going back and like variations of disguises, like it's like an astronaut. Oh, totally. It's like, Hello. Are you the same guy who was Abraham Lincoln My before? My name is Mr. Burns. <laughs> what is your first name? I don't know. That would be hilarious. Like, that's the guy that was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> like he's coming back like in a mechanic's jumpsuit. Oh, my name's Gus. I work over at the uh, break shop. It's well, like, if you walk in with a ladder, a clipboard, and a mag light, I think they'll let you do whatever you want. So I don't even think you need to come in as a customer. You could get free food because you could just come in like as a construction worker to work on the chocolate fountain. Abby, that would be dishonest. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we wouldn't want to go that route. I'm, I'm just <laughs> proposing someone load up their pants. And you're, you're talking about like stealing the buffet itself. <laughs> Like moving the equipment out? No, I'm out. not saying move it out, but like what if you came in and you were like, I heard your chocolate fountain needed a tune-up. Let me uh, let me just take a look at it. And then he like crawls into the buffet where like the in-between <laughs> yeah. is, and then he just pops up like a gopher and starts taking all the stuff. That's like when they move a uh, an aisle on the supermarket oh, you see under it. Oh, yeah, no, gross. Gross. I, I've been there. I've done that. When I worked at the... Um, you worked there too. I worked at Meyer. They used to do that. Shout out Meyer. Ugh. The amount of stuff kicked under those like big aisles. So disgusting. So gross. All right, we gotta wrap it up. Do we already? We do. We I didn't know. We didn't really talk about anything constructive about habits. We did. So that's how we're breaking our habits is we're just gonna go to the G C. We're gonna replace our bad habits with stealing food from the G C. <laughs> How's that? Cause then you won't be hungry at ten PM. I think there's worse neuroses. <laughs> Your habit of eating late at night is is done. We'll just get all your calories in the morning. Well, tell us about your uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Let me just fill you in on all the amazing drink I'm drinking. This was established in Milwaukee in 1844. Dang. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, 12 fluid ounces. This is the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Nature's choicest products provide its prized flavor. That's a mouthful. Only the finest of hops and grains are used, selected as America's best. When? In 1893. Never since then, but in 1893, it was selected as America's best. It's our banner year. Yeah. They're just riding that out to the bitter end. <laughs> so, but it's delicious, and it's a good summer beer. So, yeah. Boom. What are you drinking, old-fashioned? Uh, Samuel Adams, limited-release summer ale. It's a citrus wheat ale, 5.3%. Um, the tasting notes say that it's crisp, citrus, easy. 
This bright citrus wheat ale is summer in a glass, bursting with orange, lemon, and lime peels. Summer ale finishes clean and subtle with grains of paradise, which accent the crisp wheat character. Iconic and refreshing summer ale is perfect for any summer day. Which also might taste like little kid pee. I will not be buying it again, but it's a good beer. I mean, Sam Adams, everything is brewed well. Yeah, it's it's not, it like wasn't gross, but it just had, maybe because I just drank PBR, like the taste of it, just like that the could aftertaste be. was. They didn't, they didn't mix well on the palate. Wines do the same thing, so. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Well, cheers to another episode. Cheers. Glad we uh, got this constructive conversation. I'm glad to. We if, really made some headway. If you're still listening, why? <laughs> uh, let us know what you want to hear us talk about next so that we can completely deviate from that topic and go on a downward spiral through fast food and supermarkets. Whatever. And the rabbit holes of our lives. Welcome to the shit show, bitches. It's just a shit show. Uh, check out thewinygirl.com. Don't forget to check our link for our merch down below. Merch, merch, merch. And uh, yeah, like us on Instagram, follow us on uh, YouTube, and we'll see you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Cheers, bitches. Deuces. Booyah. <laughs>